0: All right, welcome back to another Master and Apprentice video. Or stream, I guess. Star Wars with Daddies. How are you doing today, Afton? Doing
1: pretty good. How about you, Sammy?
0: All right, we had a bunch of, well, actually a lot of Star Wars news to talk about. But start before we get that. Mandalorian came out, Bad Batch came out. It was a hot, hot week for Star Wars in general. Did you watch both shows, Afton? Yes, I did. Which one do you want to hit first?
1: uh let's go with bad batch all right so um to break it down a little bit uh the they the bad batch discovers this new random creature through a tip from sid and it turns out to be the zillow beast as seen in star wars the clone wars and that i mean you don't know it really until the very end that's not really what happened um there's a crash ship. They don't know what's wrong with the
0: crash ship. We get it's a very um, I guess adult theming. It's very scary through it. It's or at least that's the you know the intention with it. Right from the get-go, we see a Republic commando running through a, a foggy dark hall, we hear screaming, and then he has a shock stick, the shock stick goes out, and then he's some monster for lack of a better term grabs from above right and then we cut to mount tantus something that we haven't seen since season one this is a staple through the legends novels um empire books this is where um you know palpatine clones and all that there's a lot of cloning done at this facility palpatine cloning luke cloning it's a like i said a staple through the legends and now it's kind of becoming a staple through the Bad Batch series, slash, you know, first stages of the Empire. Anyways, we quickly learn that this beast is the Zillow Beast, like I often stated. It's the one that, you know, we learn that Tech and Omega, they learned that it is the one that they cloned from the Clone Wars. Um, but we also learned this is something that they've been working on for a while, and now they're bringing to Mount Tantus to either clone more of or to work on. We're going to make a video about this a little, little bit later. Uh, but we're, we're going to go over like just the different possibilities that could go on with this. It's, it, I mean, it's something we kind of thought about before with, uh you know, Palpatine wanting it cloned, but now it's kind of, that topic's kind of brought back to lights and, you know, new content surrounding it. So we'll see the different possibilities where they take it. It's super exciting. We're finally getting some really good Canon and story development. Um, It looks like this is going to be something that we're focused on for a little bit as we see that Hunter tells Tack to send a message to Echo and Rex. So, hopefully, we can see them return next episode. So, all together, very exciting. I probably give it a nine out of 10. Very good episode.
1: Yeah, I was going to give it an eight and a half out of 10. I enjoyed every second of it. We learn more about the Zillow Beast, even though we don't learn a lot we didn't know if I'm not mistaken from the clone wars that it feeds on energy. I mean like little things and so much more to go in on that creature. I don't know how this is going to tie into the plot. If this is going to be a one episode, here's the Zillow beast. They're going to just go somewhere else for the next one. But considering they were talking about the clone facilities and showed multiple scenes of the clone facilities, I think they're going to build off this and this is going to be where the finale goes. I mean, I'd be really excited if that's where it went.
0: Yeah. Very, very great episode. It, Great episodes, both on Wednesday, bring us to our Mandalorian episode. We we knew it was going to be a little bit shorter. We didn't know what to expect with a shorter episode. um, But with that, it was a great episode. I'd probably give that, that one a 9 out of 10 as well. There was nothing about it I didn't like. We get to see Mandalorian. Um, we get to see characters return back to Navarro, um, Grogu, All of this, we get to see the opening scene, all the Mandalorians kind of get a refresher of, you know, he took off his helmet, now he's got to regain the title of Mandalorian through doing this quest, right? A little recap. Um, So now we know what we're doing. He goes to the Navarro, he wants IG-66 to help him out because that's the only droid he trusts, and he knows he needs a droid to go in some sort of tunnel system, he's going to need a droid. And so the only droid he trusts is IG, um but now that spawned the quest because he needs to find a memory unit to fix that, right? And that's kind of where we see Babu Frick and or at least the species of Babu Fricks. Um because they're they're helping him repair it, which brought some cool, cute little scenes. Um and then we got to see like an awesome just standard Star Wars dog fight once he leaves Navarro to go. Uh well, I don't even remember what planet it was, but The pirates that we kind of just skipped over, but the pirates that were brought up on Navarro, um, they want his ship or whatever. We don't really know what they want. They want him. And we'll get to see a pretty cool dog. If I get to see the N1 in action again, just an action pack full and canon. There's a lot of cool stuff. After that, we see him go to some sort of planet with a Mandalorian castle, see Bo-Katan, and we're kind of seeing her become the, the antagonist. Uh, which is a very interesting turn for the character. It's not a bad turn in any sense, but it's definitely an interesting one. I mean, I think they're doing it pretty well and it's very intriguing, which is kind of where we leave off. He's, we don't really know where he's going next. We don't know if he's going for the memory unit, if he's going straight to Mandalore or what,
1: but definitely really interesting. Yeah. I'd give this one probably a nine out of 10 as well. I mean, there was no weak point in the episode. The entire time I was thinking, what's going to happen next? I mean, I did think it was mildly annoying at times. It was like, come on, you're going to go this far for a droid. But he trusted that droid. That droid was back him up the entire time. So it makes sense. And then he wants to redeem himself in the waters of Mandalore. And, I mean, the living waters of Mandalore. And the the opening episode, I honestly, at first, I thought it was a flashback. It shows uh, a new Mandalorian being brought to the Creed, being dipped in whatever water or whatever and he was swearing in and I thought it was gonna be a flashback to when man uh when Din d'jarin was originally uh taken in as Mandalorian, but then I just switched to this awesome scene of some weird big alligator turtle thing attacking everyone. The whole episode was beautiful. There, there was no weak part of the episode in my opinion. I especially the book 10. And the, they had the specific they had the moon of Mandalore. In which on the Clone Wars, they were, they set up camp and they set up bases there. And that's the exact moon that they were talking about the the death, death watch. Death watch set up camp on that moon. And that's exactly where this all occurred. It was, or that's exactly where Bo Katan was found.
0: Yeah. It was a great episode. I, I was, great week for Star Wars. Some other just random news, stuff like that. Um, in an interview, um, uh, what's his name? John Favreau. Let's see. Speaking with the Sky Talkers, the Mandalorian showrunner John Favreau discussed Grogu's Jedi training with Luke Skywalker. The Marvel and Star Wars director appears to confirm that Grogu and Din Djarin have been apart for two years, indicating that the baby Yoda was with Luke during that period. And we know that he started off earlier in the Jedi Temple. We've seen flashbacks of that. And that we know that he's been rescued and spent many years with the Mandalorian, went back with Luke. Now we've been two years apart from him. Their training this revelation led to a shocking reaction from fans, which some even questioned. Two year gap. Yeah, we're also gonna get a little a quick video on this, might do a double episode release. This is very shocking news. Um, I I don't think anyone really got the implications that this was going on. There was a two-year gap in between. You could have guessed a couple, like maybe even a year tops, but two years, that's a long time. I mean, yeah. Um, More of the article. No, they don't. They show has tight on-screen timeline with overlapping events. What? Is he even talking about? Like, if you say Din Djarin and Gogu were traveling around for many years, then Bobo and Finnick were doing what? Farting around in Tatooine with a slave one for many years? Yeah, so apparently a couple people are not too fond of this. They're thinking that he's breaking canon. Um, I mean, you never really worry too much about what characters are doing around on the timeline because that's always been something that's with star wars i mean like 20 years between revenge of the sith and a new hope or you know 10 years between phantom menace and attack of the clones or how many years we still we still don't really know how many years is between empire strikes back and um return of the jedi right or the timeline for any of the sequel trilogy and because i've heard you know it's almost a congruent story. I've also heard that it's a couple of years between. So that's always been something that Star Wars has juggled with. That's one of the few things that they've done good with when they juggle, they do usually make it congruent. So I'm not too worried about it. This does spice it up a lot, which is why I kind of want to do a video on it. Uh Hopefully, because this is, this kind of changes a lot of things, right? Because the revelation that Grogu was with Luke for two years compared to what seemed like maybe six months is way different, right? Like Grogu could have picked up on a couple things, more than a couple things. He could have picked up on a lot of things, right? So definitely a very interesting revelation to the fans, at least.
1: Yeah. I completely agree that it wasn't very well conveyed. Like, I mean, I watched the episode. It doesn't show extremely clearly two years later or anything like that. It almost feels like a month after the last episode of Mandalorian. I mean, it, it, it's kind of cool that he confirmed it like this, but as opposed to me being like, well, this is ridiculous. It doesn't convey it well. I mean, now I'm more questioning what happened during those two years because, I mean, Boba Fett had some stuff he was doing. Bo-Katan. She didn't just go up to the palace and uh, go up to the palace in um, uh, Muna of Mandalore and just lose everyone immediately. There, there was some stuff that happened there. There's a lot more gaps to be filled now.
0: Yeah. Very interesting. Um. Yeah, that's kind of it, really. I know I said there's a couple things, but that's really the only biggest thing. Everything else is just stuff that would have been leading up to Mandalorian, like Mandalorian creatives reveal Cara Dune still existed in the universe. Well, we figured that out obviously in the show. She's she's not dead, which is good. I'm glad they didn't disrespect her character more than they already have in real life. Uh, they say that she became a New Republic Ranger, which is what that show Rangers or Rangers of the New Republic was supposed to be about, was supposed to be about Cara Dune. Um, that obviously got delayed slash canceled. Um, but they kind of still carried that story, right? She's now a, a Ranger of the New Republic. They didn't say she, you know, she died off in a mission. They didn't do something like that. And they kind of left in the air. She could still come back. Not that it's probably going to happen, but it's a possibility. They didn't kill her off. And that's a good thing. Yeah,
1: undecided still. So, so whether she'll come back.
0: Yeah. Um. And that's really it. If you guys got any questions, go ahead and ask them real quick. I mean, otherwise, that's really it for this week. Yeah. Um, if you're listening live or on podcasts we made a, we made an official machine apprentice twitter we already had an instagram i don't know if i've ever even plugged it i feel like i have but i can't remember if i have or not so we have a, a instagram and twitter so if you're interested we kind of upload just randomly and updates and stuff like that on there mostly in our stories but sometimes we post as well um yeah and then you know obviously do your thing like download follow all that stuff um and yeah that's that's really it for this week it's a very exciting week for star wars i'm excited to see where both stories go uh it's been a while since we've had two stories that like really get you excited star wars is really starting to ramp up we've been at this point where we're like all right stars is gonna ramp up and it never really has for the last year but we're actually at that point now. Like they're ramped up now. Like we have an exciting two different shows coming out next week. We're not too far away from Star Wars Celebration, which we're supposed to get a bunch of announcements. There, oh, that was other. There's rumors talking about possibly a deep fake sh- Luke, right? Deep fake Luke, deep fake Han, deep fake Leia show. Um, there's a couple of different possibilities, right? Like a like a mini mini short like a movie kind of for each one for each character or a couple of shows right it's not supposed to be like this super long show but just kind of a fun show about these characters that we all love um we haven't really gotten anything it's just a couple rumors going around that we're supposed to get someone like that announced uh this star celebration which would be pretty big because i don't feel like we have at this point of right now, we don't really have too much confirmed for next year. I don't know if we have anything. We're assuming Acolyte because they're very close to being done with that show. Like they've started shooting that. They've got to be pretty close to getting done with that. So we assume that for next year, but we have no idea about Boba Fett season 2. We have no idea about Andor season 2. Right? Any other shows we don't really know anything about. So maybe this is a project for next year. Also, we're supposed to get some some information on um, which movie is it we um, find it if I can who's the guy who's making the movie not Taki with TT but
1: um, yeah just talk good to no it's not so oh.
0: not Kevin Feige not Anthony Mackey I forget we it is.
1: Let me find it. I'm going to find it. Okay. But, yeah. Heating up right now. The Mandalorian and the Bad Batch coming out at once is pretty good. Because, I mean, not many, many weeks will we get the two things coinciding and being so good. I kind of expected a filler on Bad Batch just so more people would be excited for Mandalorian. But it's definitely not what we got. It just feels like we're going to get some bang, bang, bang episodes coming out. Or not episodes, but series with three-month breaks at the most. I mean, that's exciting to any Star Wars fan.
0: Yeah. Um, Let me find it. Maybe it is. No, it's not. Oh, it is. Okay. I was thinking of who is it? Um, Damon Lindelof. I, th- I thought it was for the movie, but I guess that's not to be announced. I guess it is a with TDs movie that's supposed to be announced at Star Wars Celebration, which is not who I thought it was. I thought it was uh, Damon Lindelof because that's the one that's been in the talks mostly recently. But yeah, so there's a bunch of stuff to be expected Star Wars Celebration, which is exciting. And that's really it. Um, like I said, new Twitter account, go look at Check that out. Um, Instagram, yep. And then if you're on pod, don't forget that follow, download, YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. And we will see you guys in the next one. Peace.
1: Bye.